Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. I'm sitting on the beautiful patio of the R&B Brewery in East Vancouver. I'm sitting with a fellow artist, and we are both about to cheers our beers. Please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm uh, Carrie Pratt from Prairie Cat. Carrie Pratt, a.k.a. Prairie Cat, you're not talking like you've had a beer. No, I've had, uh, I've only had a sip so far. It's pretty strong, but it's a ginger beer. Sell me on the delicious flavors that you've been experimenting with. Surprisingly, one of the best flavors or the best brews is the President's Choice brand. Uh, They make a red ale. It's really good if you want to try a beer and not have the effects of the alcohol, I guess. So, yeah, that's a good one. And Also, the Germans are really good at it. They're, they have like a, good, a, a wide spread of different percentages, like one and one and a half and two percent. I really like one called Klostaller. Sounds so, so, sounds so much more manly when you order it, too. Klostaller. I have to agree with you there. Let's do a cheers. All right. We're talking about your latest record today, and that record's called Dot 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 is Carrie Pratt's. So, this record came out because of an encounter you had with death. I want you to tell me this story, of course, but after we hear a song. So, we're going to play your track, Leave a Note. So, I'd love you to introduce that song to an audience that may have never heard of Prairie Cat, a.k.a. Carrie Pratt, before. Okay, folks, for those of you listening, this is Leave a Note by Prairie Cat. It's a song about love, loss, and the other side. Enjoy. I can't stand when the music sounds the same. Don't like the players or the games. Only thing changing up the names. I leave a note if I can hold it. to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track Leave a Note off the record Prairie Cat is Carrie Pratt. I'm speaking with Prairie Cat himself and I'd love you to tell me a little bit more about this song. Well, uh, actually, I, I lied just before we cut to the song. Um, it's not about love and loss. Um, it's, it's just more of a commentary on uh, being in the business and, uh, and making choices um, that uh, are, are good for you um, as a as a artist, sometimes you get caught up in 
trying to make things that maybe other people want. It does sound like you're making a little bit of a statement. <laughs> Good. I, I'm, I, hope it, I hope it comes off the way. I'm pretty um, passive in a lot of my opinions on things when it comes to music. Pol- politics and music, for me, never really crossed paths. Uh, and I think some people do it really well, and I'm not one of those people. I, I, I rarely will voice an opinion about something, especially if I'm not comfortable with it. Um, so uh, this is maybe as edgy as I get with commenting this album on anything. This record and this this part of the record got writ- uh, written while I was on vacation in Hawaii. That's a perfect segue. We left the audience on a cliffhanger before we heard this song. The cliffhanger was that this record came about mostly because you had a close encounter with death. So, set the scene for us. Yeah, I was on the beach in Hawaii on our first day of vacation. Uh, Actually, second day of vacation on the beach. Spotted something in the water, kind of bobbing up and down. And unfortunately, after a little investigation and uh, some exploring, it turned out to be a, uh, a body washing up on the beach in Hawaii. So this obviously made you reflect on the fleeting nature of our lives. So I'd love you to talk about that. Well, yeah, it's it's a really weird scenario to uh, to kind of be put put that in the forefront of your brain while you're on a vacation. On top of that, being in the middle of making a record, something that's so self-indulgent and, you know, so non-important when you get down to the real deal, it kind of made me go the opposite way it made me want to work harder and made me want to made me want to do exactly what I want to do all the time and that really involved just making a record that I wanted to hear and and not worrying about what other people wanted to hear or what they wanted to hear about all right this record was co-produced by Ryan Dahl for those who don't know who is he Ryan's uh Vancouver uh, institution in his own right in, in terms of music and production. He's worked on lots of interesting stuff um, from Age of Electric in his early days to Limb Lifter um, to Mounties. If you had to describe his music or style in a sentence, what would you say? Pop, guitar-driven, great drum-sounding, rock-soloing, energy ball of light. So... While we're talking about you guys working together on this record, I want you to pick one of your favorite songs that Ryan's done, and we'll play it in the background. Oh, I really, really like off the Ryan Dahl solo record, Chop Chop. And why did you choose that song? Uh, just a classic Ryan um, hook, uh, the great guitar sound, and I, I, love, I love the lyrics of the song. You guys were co-producers on your latest record, is Carrie Pratt. I would love you to talk about how you split up the producing duties. When I come into the uh, into the studio, I'm pretty set. The writing part has been done. When Ryan and I get together, we kind of really cater to what the song needs, and I think that's what you know. I've, the biggest thing he's taught me is when we're producing together on something, you know, we bounce things off each other. Well, how would you like? You know, how do you want the drums to sound? Do you want them to sound this way? Do you want them to sound this way? We try a few different approaches. We try things back and forth that suit the song. Sometimes we add a bunch of stuff, and sometimes we take a bunch of that stuff out. And at the end, it's always just this give and take of what both of us want to get out of the track. We come from different schools of thought on things. 
you know, I'll, I'll uh, I might tell them a, a chord progression or a, 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 a counting rhythm. You know, I'll count something out. I'm, a, I'm you know, I'm a school guy through and through, and uh, and he'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, he's he's a player. He's using his ears first, and you know, everything else is secondary to, to the song. So that's why I love working with him. We're we're different enough, but we can get to a product that we both like um, coming at it from different angles. Why don't we play another track? I'm going to play Crib Talk off your record is Carrie Pratt. I'd love you to say a sentence about this song before we hear it. It's 3 a.m. You get a text message. We need to talk. Crib Talk. It looks like me in a crib. Can't say for certain, but I should like the cut of the jib. A little guy with my head. He's got my nose and my chin Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track Crib Talk by a guy named Carrie Pratt, who also calls himself Prairie Cats. Now, this song has a little bit of a story behind it. I'd love you to tell me it. Does it? <laughs> um, yeah, This the story behind this song is just that uh, I was uh, sitting down one evening laying, I think we were laying in bed late one night, my partner and I. She leans over to me in one of those kind of thoughtful moments and says, do you ever find it weird that you could possibly have kids out there and not even know about it. And then, yeah, I was pretty freaked out. I didn't sleep that well that night. But not that I, you know, I, I, it's just that idea that, yeah, you, when, you're, when you've had uh, different um, experiences growing up, uh, you know, and maybe not seeing the people afterwards or whatever, then it's a possibility. And that's a very real possibility for a lot of people. So hold on, does that mean that Prairie Cat was a bit of a tomcat in the past? No, but you know, I went to college. You know, we there was there were nights out. You know, there was there were trysts, as as you'd say in a polite way. Not many, but you know, it's more of the idea that it could happen. It's not that it's actually going to happen. And and I, to coupled with this, I was watching a lot of Maury at the time. You know, I told you earlier, I had stopped working my day job, so I had all these extra days in the afternoon. And it's every other episode is, you are the father, you are not the father, you are the father. So crib talk kind of just spilled out of me it was more of i was more of a channel for that one 
We're talking about your latest record today. It's called Is Carrie Pratt. You've said that on this record, you wanted to escape your previous album's focuses on drum guy stuff. First of all, what's drum guy stuff? Well, drum guy stuff, um, uh, when you hear music, especially in the kind of prog era or uh, a more technical uh, metal or any any high level of playing, sometimes it, when it comes to pop music, the song gets left behind um, for something that it maybe is forced upon it by the rhythm section. I've never wanted to do that musically. You know, I, I, I play drums with enough projects that I can do that role with this it didn't fit for this role so the drum guy stuff is maybe a bit not catering to the song first and maybe a bit overplaying so I thought what we do now is we could pick an older song from the Prairie Cat catalog where there's a bit of drum stuff going on and we could listen to it yeah um, you could listen to uh, the song I can remember the name I know there's a video for it Minus Genius might be an example of drum guy stuff so there's a video for Minus Genius and the track is coming up now. You were so much better than they gave you credit for. It's not like they considered you a bad. You were considered it all. to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track Meanest Genius by a band called Prairie Cat. And that's you. So tell me a little bit more about this song. Uh, Meanest Genius was uh, a, a song that was written by a drummer, you know, when I was wearing my drumming guy hat. So it's, you know, has two odd time signatures and, you know, has the drums loud in the mix and everything else is kind of secondary to that groove. So, you know, that's, that's a drum guy song. So if you remade that song today, how would it sound differently? Well, I would probably take more than one or two swings at the vocal take, and I'd probably mix it a little bit differently. But other than that, I'd keep it the same. All right, why don't we play another track? I'm going to play my favorite song off the latest record, and that's called Leaving Today. Could you tell me a bit about my favorite song? Um, I'm glad you enjoy that tune. Um, I really like that tune as well. And there's some great, great, great playing by a Vancouver gem named Tom Keenleyside uh, playing the, the woodwinds on that track. It's really inspired me to uh, start to track down some of these um, uh, generation before me, or maybe three generation before me, musicians in town that were around when Vancouver was a session city working for the movies. You didn't want to know. You didn't really care. You didn't want to know. You didn't want to know how I've been, how I've been.
Welcome back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track Leaving Today, which is my favorite track off Prairie Cat's latest record, is Carrie Pratt. I have Carrie Pratt, a.k.a. Prairie Cat, here with me. We're sitting on a patio. It's busy. It's sunny. We're drinking beers. Carrie has a... Ginger beer. So, do you have anything left to say about this song? Yeah, Leaving Today. Um, I think it's uh, most divergent from the whole, the rest of the record. Um, it's the only, I was shy to use a bit of horns and flute. I've, I've, I've done that bag before on my records, and I didn't want to get loopholed into being a piano guy with horns. But uh, it was a, a just, I really feel, it feels good, uh, and I love Tom's playing on it, so I really am happy with that track. So, you said before you were looking to find session players who were working back in the heyday of session musicians. That day is clearly gone, but I wanted to ask you, how do you go about finding these guys? Well, you know, Vancouver has these neat little pockets in their music history. One of the pockets um, is is the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Um, there was a lot of recording and, and, and music being made in Vancouver that was for the world stage and there's a a really cool wealth of these musicians still living here and not gigging or playing that much Um, but some of them have little studios and little workshops and they whittle away at things and uh, they're still maybe playing on on records but they're not necessarily the the go-to guys um, which is crazy because they're phenomenal players and have such great experience so get out your checkbook (laughs) everyone works for money (laughs) it's my turn to buy the next round of beer so i'm going to go do that but i'm going to leave you guys with the song the song i'm going to play is an older track of carrie's it's called got nothing off his record who knows where to begin i'd love you to say a sentence about it before everyone hears the song carrie well sometimes in life it's better just to keep your mouth closed got nothing i could say one or two mean things Make you slap my face It would really sting but I could say
just say nothing at all. Got nothing. I mean nothing. If I've got nothing, nothing nice to say. Another ginger beer. Cheers. All right. So we just heard the song Got Nothing off the record Who Knows Where to Begin. And that was my favorite song of yours off that record. Why do you think I like that song so much? Um, I, I guess maybe because it's a little bit uncommon, you know, the halftime groove for a, a single. Um, I think that the lyric is is relatable and uh, and can make you make you reflect on other times where maybe you didn't hold your tongue yeah so I agree with all those things but one of the reasons why I like this song is because there's a story behind it that ends with you with chocolate cake on your lap <laughs> actually it was on my head Scott um, yes uh, that was uh, <laughs> a long time ago and uh, that song was kind of centered around uh, interaction I had with an ex-girlfriend that didn't end well in a restaurant and I ended up getting a chocolate cheesecake dumped on my head. It's unfortunate, but it's a great story for a great song. You used to be the general manager for Vancouver's Vogue Theatre. So people can get a sense of the scope of that job. Can you describe the Vogue Theatre? Uh, the Vogue Theatre is a 1,200 uh, person, give or take, soft seat theatre in downtown Vancouver that uh, is an independent theatre and catered shows from comedy to um, music to movie premieres, all sorts of uh, different uh, types of shows we had come through there. What was one of your favorite shows that you saw come through the Vogue? Um, I must say, I really, really enjoyed watching Dr. Dog there. Um, I also got to see Prince uh, perform four times there and check out his sound checks. Um, and I really, really liked seeing Bob Saget. For people who don't know, you're going to have to describe Dr. Dog. <laughs> Dr. Dog's a band from the States, but they're kind of like uh, a 70s piano-based rock and roll kind of like band-esque pop group with great vocal harmonies. So, after we've heard a few Prairie Cat songs, we can understand why you might have enjoyed that show. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Writings on the wall. Yeah, anything where the song comes first, uh, I I'm all over it. So, as the general manager for the Vogue Theatre, you got to see a different side of the music industry. So, I wanted to ask you, do you think seeing a different perspective, a business perspective, about performance could benefit any aspiring musician out there. Yeah, definitely. You know, I was very naive for a long, long time. Um, when I was younger, we'd, we'd make records and obsess about the covers and, you know, the recording. And, and, and as soon as we were done the record, we thought, okay, perfect, we're done. 
and it's not the way it is and and same with bookings and same with getting shows and everything like that the the process of knowing what happens on the back end was huge for me uh, uh you know even going into it at the age of uh i think 28 i started at the vogue i w- was still very naive to what happens to book those types of venues and and bigger venues um the whole process of agents and uh and buyouts and and contracts and all those things is was just huge i really recommend that anyone in the business of music uh is you know keep trying to put different feathers in your cap of of different aspects to learn um you know i've worked in record stores i've worked in private music uh instruction and i've worked in uh venues and uh all of those aspects you know lead to making a more successful and approachable project i think okay we have to finish our beers so it's the end of the show prairie cat aka carrie pratt it's your choice you get to pick a track probably picking one off the new record is a good idea maybe one that won't see radio play but it's sort of like your child that no one kind of likes but you appreciate in a way that you can explain to us right now well you know it's very obvious with where it ended up on the record it probably won't make too much light a day but uh, i'm neither here nor there was my personal favorite i hope you guys enjoy it um it's a fun little song nothing serious but why is it your favorite let me think about that again <laughs> why is it my favorite take a sip of your ginger beer while you think about it i will take a sip of mine mm. i'm neither here nor there lyrically it's not necessarily very important but i just like the way the lyrics make me feel i don't know if i really know what they mean yet but they give me a good feeling when i sing them and uh, i really like playing it Prairie Cat, a.k.a. Carrie Pratt. Thank you very much for being on my show. Thank you, Scott. It's always a pleasure seeing you. It's not like you don't care. It's just that you don't know. Neither you know there. Nowhere to go. So you keep me hanging on. Time just keeps banging on, banging.
you keep me 